I try to tell him, hey, don't don't worry about what people say. You know, they're going to talk about no matter what, you know. But the 2% of those people, they always criticize whether you do good or bad. You can't focus. You can't control that. All you can control is, you know, yourself and, and make sure that you get your team ready to go. So I'm pretty sure that Tony's going to put that chip on his shoulder and he's going to prove a lot of people run out there this year. Albert Pujols talking about Tony LaRussa, the three-time NL MVP and future Hall of Famer, is our guest on this edition of the White Sox Talk podcast brought to you by Wintrust. Hey, everyone, it's Chuck Arfine. And, you know, LaRussa and Pujols, yeah, they won two World Series titles together with the Cardinals in 2006 and 2011. But as you're going to hear on the podcast, they're more than just manager and player they're also like father and son really really close so close that tony called albert to ask him if he should take the job to manage the white Sox. albert's going to tell that story plus we'll explain why la Russa is a great manager what he can do for the white Sox. also what albert told jose abreu about him the close friendship pujols has with abreu didn't know they were this close. And we talk about this big series to start the season between the White Sox and the Angels. So it's Albert Pujols on the White Sox Talk podcast. It's coming your way. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. White Sox! White Sox! Go! Go! White Sox! That ball hit deep way back! has put the White Sox ahead. Jimenez leaves the ballpark. You can put it on the board. Yes! We got a chance to do something real special. All right, sit back, relax, and strap it down. It's time for the White Sox Talk Podcast. Albert Pujols, thank you so much for taking time to uh, talk with me. And I, I don't think anybody on the planet could have predicted that Tony La Russa was going to come back and manage. What was your reaction when you found out that your former manager, someone you're so close with, was coming back to manage the White Sox? <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, I was really excited. At first, uh, you know, I couldn't believe it, but I was playing golf with my son, I remember, and uh, he gave me the call, and uh, he gave me a call, and he told me, he's like, what are you doing? And like, I'm playing golf with AJ, and he's like, hey, I need a tell you something but you can't say anything but this is really serious let me know what you think what you heart are what you think I should do and uh, you know he shared with me the opportunity that, that he has you know to come back and be a manager you know and and I was like wow I was really excited for him I was like if there's anything out there that you want to go is the White Sox I think they're ready to go they have a really good mix really good young players and veteran guys and I think he has a pretty good chance to win again 
And he was like, oh, you think that? And I was like, yeah, of course. He was like, okay, I'm going to take that advice. So, and then two days later, <laughs> you know, I hear the news. So I, I'm really excited for him. Uh, I think Tony is, uh, uh, you know, more than a Hall of Fame manager and great manager, just a great human being, you know, that he loves the game of baseball. And the two, the year that he was here with us, uh, all he did, it was just try to encourage the young players and, kind of teaching the young player how to play the game. And, and I had that, uh, you know, front run for me for from 2001 to 2011. Had a great career with him and, and great memories, you know, two World Series. And, uh, you know, Tony to me is, is more than just uh, uh, a manager. Uh, he's just like a father to me. And uh, everything that, that I know pretty much is part of that is because, uh, you know, what he taught me. What would you say to the skeptics out there who say he's too old and he was away from the dugout for too long? See, that's the thing, because that was one thing that he was really asked me about. And I was like, man, if I was a young player, uh, I mean, I have a Hall of Fame manager with the success that he has and the experience that he has. Uh, you know, I walk him in with a red carver, and that's what I told him. I'm like, Tony, you can't be nervous about, I mean, there are going to be people talking out there. Just prove them wrong like you always have, you know, and, and that's how Tony is, and he takes this job really serious, you know, and I had a call with Abreu, you know, who's, you know, I, I have a really close relationship with him. Eloy, you know, I tell those guys, I'm like, you're really going to know what the true, true manager is right now. I think uh, the way that he makes guys prepare from day one in spring training, I'm pretty sure those guys knew right away as soon as they walk into that clubhouse from day one in spring training to our team, to, to the last game of the season, you know, uh, Tony always gets you ready to play and the coaching staff, you know. And so uh, for me uh, to, you know, I try to tell him, hey, don't don't worry about what people say. You know, they're going to talk about no matter what, you know. But the 2% of those people, they always criticize whether you do good or bad. You can't focus. You can't control that. All you can control is, you know, yourself and and make sure that you get your team ready to go. So I'm pretty sure that Tony's going to put that chip on his shoulder and he's going to prove a lot of people run out there this year. You mentioned Abreu. So you called him right before spring training, or at least right before he reported to spring training, and you asked him, hey, when you show up and you see – what I'm talking about, call me back. Did he ever call you back and let you know what his impressions were of La Russa at spring training? <laughs> he has, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Several times. You know, I, I, I talked to Abreu probably during spring training about once or twice a week. You know, I mean, we have built a great relationship, himself and I. I mean, um, one of, I have so much respect for him and, you know, everything that he had to go through and, you know, since he was day one when he got to the big leagues, uh, you know, we just connect really well. And I was able to encourage him and just to to kind of welcome him to the to the big league, even though I was wearing a different uniform. But for me, I think part of my responsibility as a Latin player and as a big league player is to, uh, you know, encourage those young players, whether they wear a different uniform or not, just kind of teaching their, their way. And that's that's who I was for Abreu. Uh, the first time that I met him, I had the impression that this guy was going to be a superstar. And, you know, and that's what he's done, you know. And uh, I'm really grateful and blessed to have an opportunity to talk to him, just to talk baseball, you know, not just things in life with family and all that, but baseball, you know. And he's, he, uh, like I say, he was like, man, it was unbelievable what you told me 
two months ago. I see it every day, and I'm happy. You know, I'm excited that he's excited, and you know, I'm pretty sure the whole locker room feels the same way, like a bro is. What is it specifically about Larusa, whether it's spring training or the regular season, that makes him such a great manager? I think for Tony is the preparation. Uh, Tony, uh, you will never catch Tony falling asleep. I mean, the guy is just uh, his preparation from day one, um, just from coming to the ballpark, whether it's spring training and the regular season. I mean, you ask Tony right now, hey, Tony, how you doing? He's like, I'll let you know after the game. He can never let you know I'm doing good, you know, because everything for Hang is so really focused about the game and the things that he needs to do and, and you know, what he wants to do in the third inning, fourth inning, fifth inning, if it doesn't work out with the starting pitcher and, you know, the move that he needs to make, he already planning ahead of the time. And I think that's what makes him one of the best, you know, if not the best manager, you know, the, the, the manager this game. Uh, and I think... Uh, you know, when it comes to get the players ready, the young player, the trust that he allowed the young players to have. And he seems a little at time, probably a little bit like, you know, you can't talk to him, but Tony is the most fun manager to play for. I mean, he, he he's fun. He respects you. He respects the game. But he also wants you to give the best out there for three or four hours that you go out. And I think, uh, you know, that's something that as a player you love him and always feel the time that I have Tony for 11 years, I always felt that he has my back, no matter what, you know, he always take the blame, whether it's my fault, he always take the blame, you know, and uh, who doesn't want to play for a manager like that? It's so funny that you said the catchphrase, the thing that he says all the time, whenever I've seen him and I've said, how you doing? He always says, depends on what happens today, if we win or lose. <laughs> This is, yeah. I mean, he actually said this to me in spring training and there wasn't even a game that day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yesterday I was watching the game. I think it was yesterday or the day before and they had him uh, live doing an interview <laughs> and he was so concentrating on the game and somebody asked him, hey, Tony, how you doing? He's like, well, right now we ain't doing too good. We're down to nothing. I'm like, Tony, it's spring training. Have fun. Enjoy it. You know, <laughs> like he, he. He doesn't gonna change, and I think that's why he has the success that he had in his career. He's gonna continue to have that because, for me, I, I believe that he doesn't take anything for granted, and you know, and that's how it should be. A few more questions. Maybe my highlight of spring training was when the White Sox played your Angels before the game. You and Tony embrace. I don't even want to call it an embrace. You hug him to the point, okay, Tony LaRusso, 76 years old. You hug him and you lift <laughs> him off the ground in this massive bear hug and then drop him very nicely down on the ground. Where did this come from? Have you done this before? I mean, it just, uh, you know, that'll tell you right there the relationship that we had, you know, for 21 years pretty much now, you know, 11 years in St. Louis and, you know, and then I came here with the Angels. It just, you know, for me, it's just uh, the respect that I have for him. It's mutual, you know, and, you know, always uh, supporting each other, supporting our foundation. And uh, like like I said early, Tony to me is, is more than a manager. He's like a dad to me. And uh, somebody that I can pick up the phone, whether it's early in the morning or late at night, I can call him anytime and ask for advice. And, you know, sometimes he's going to tell me how it is. When I'm wrong, he let me know. 
you know, and, and I, that's the friends that I want. That's somebody that I want in my life. Uh, not to really pat my shoulder all the time, but let me know, you know, when I'm wrong. And uh, I think uh, that's somebody that I trust and, you know, somebody that I will share a relationship forever. And uh, anywhere that, I, that I've that i seen it, I run and, and do the same thing. And I'm pretty sure it's going to happen in opening day. Maybe not at the same uh probably lovable because he's probably gonna be more serious so i'm gonna have to respect that on on his side but uh you know it'll tell you the relationship that we have and i, I always gonna treasure that forever and and then the history you know that we have each other you know uh, 11 years in san luis some of my best years and two championship there you know three world series uh and winning two is uh it's pretty awesome spring training is one thing but What's it going to be like facing him for the first time during the regular season and his opening day? I don't know because it hasn't happened for me. Uh, but I can tell you that I was going to approach opening day like, you know, like one thing that he always told me, uh, approach every game that like is your last about your career or your last game of your career. And that's the same way that he's going to approach it. And that's the same way that I have approached it for 21 years. Um, you know, when I get to the ballpark, I'm going to do my routine. Nothing is going to change. Uh, I wish him the best, except when he played against us. So, uh, you know, I hopefully, you know, we can have a good series and let the best thing win at the end of the night, you know. But uh, for me uh, and for him, I'm pretty sure that the preparation and the routine uh, is going to be the same. And part of my routine that I do every day is because, you know, some of the, the things that I learned from him, uh, you know, about taking things serious and, and prepare yourself for the game. I mean, he did it pretty well for 11 years for me. And that helped me out to have the success that I have in my career. You know, it goes more, you know, God have given me the ability and, and the talent to play this game, but the coaching staff and the manager that I have in my career, you know, have a lot of impact in my life too. Albert, I want you to have a great season, but I want you to have a great season starting in game five of the season after the White Sox series. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, you somebody, can have a good season. A good somebody season. has to pay their bill, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think? I, my question I is... I wish you guys the... Hey, I'm the same way with you. I wish you guys the best, except, you know, when you guys leave town on Sunday. Then I wish you the best until we see you guys later on in September, and then... You know, we go from there. <laughs> Maybe we have to split the series. It might have to be 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> That's the only way we're going to make this work. Uh, your thoughts about the White Sox pitching staff that you're going to be facing here? Really good. Uh, you know, uh, we got a little glance to, uh, you know, early when we playing, even though they didn't bring a lot of the guys, which that's Tony comparing us right there. He didn't want to probably – show some of our pitchers, you know, uh, the pitchers that we're going to see the, the first uh, game of the, uh, of the season. But, um, you know, that thing is loading, you know, up and down. There's, you know, you got Kaiko and you got Rondonis having a, a, a great sprint. And then, you know, forget about the pitching. The offense is unbelievable. You know, I know that you guys are going to miss uh, Eloy Jimenez. You know, that was a big bummer, you know, because uh, he's uh, seen a, a young player like that going down and, you know, train your off season so hard, and then all of a sudden, you know, and one and one glance like that, your season is almost over. You know, and he's gonna miss five to six months. It's, it's it's hard. You know, it breaks my heart when I saw that play. But uh, you you guys have a really really good ball club. You know, and 
at the end of the day, Antonio, we sell this. It's, it's all about staying healthy. Uh, you know, Antonio always says it's about take care and business. And, you know, don't worry about the other 14 ball club, you know, in the American League. Worry about us today. And, and that's the same attitude that we have here. And I always t tell these guys, it's like, all we can control is ourselves. Let's control what we need to do. Get ourselves ready. Get, get our, ourselves ready for the season, for the game. And then, you know, after that, we give our best out there when they co-play ball. And, and I think, uh, you know, that's something that Tony's probably preaching those guys and they're going to be ready to go. So they're, they're a pretty good ball club. They have a really good ball club. And I think uh, Chicago should be really, really excited this year. All right. We are excited here. I uh, got a message for Frank Thomas uh, or Ozzie Guillen that you want to share since I do the shows with them. Uh, no, big, I mean, big Frank. I mean, just, uh, you know, I'm just blessed to have the opportunity and the honor uh, to play against him, you know, uh, before he retired. I mean, uh, amazing swing. I still uh, pretty amazing how he was able to just try the ball like that, even though he's so strong, but like in one leg, you know, and stays so much balance. But, you know, I enjoy him, you know, and uh, really when I come around and join just to say hello to hang on we're just watching on TV it seems like he, he he has so much you know that can uh, pass along to these young players so uh, it's always good to to see him and you know it was good to compete against him with Aussie I mean Aussie is awesome uh, the the time and the opportunity you know that I have around him and just so much wisdom uh, you know in that brain of him I'm um, um, I'm blessed to have the opportunity to to get to know both of those guys and get to know him. I was really, really close to on signing with the Marlins when he was the manager there and things didn't work. But, uh, you know, I just wish those guys the best and I respect them so much. Ozzy actually talked about that a little bit with me. You you guys were in the room together. That almost happened, didn't it? Yeah, almost. It was really close, <laughs> really close. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't tell anyone in uh, Los Angeles about that. <laughs> oh, trust me. <laughs> we, we don't have to. We don't have to hide that because two a month ago, what's his name, the the ex president, you know, came out and said something about it. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. There's no secret. So. <laughs> well, hey, I really appreciate the time that you spend with us and. Uh, you know, we're all excited to have Tony LaRusso here with the White Sox and hearing the words coming from you. I mean, of all people, I think White Sox fans should be just ecstatic that they got LaRusso here and what an exciting uh, team this uh, is going to be and can be uh, in, the, in, the, in the future. And I hope uh, whenever you decide to hang it up, whether it's this year, five years from now, uh, the Hall of Fame is calling for you. So looking forward to that for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, everybody. And good luck to you guys. And, you know, best of luck and, you know, Hopefully the team can stay healthy and perform to the level that everybody's expecting, except when we play next week, this week. <laughs> deal. <laughs> Actually, that's not a deal. That's a terrible. That's a terrible idea of me. Why would I agree to that? No, no. Yeah, no. I got you. Say deal. You had to take it, man. No, I'm taking it back. I can't take your words back. Come no, on. we're gonna edit it. We're gonna take that part out. I, why would I say deal? I'm just trying to be a nice guy and say deal but no i don't want that we need we need um you need to have a great here's what needs to happen you need to have a great series the white Sox need to take three i'm sorry to say this 
and then you guys got to go on this incredible run and win like seven games in a row, and you'll forget about what happened in the, the first series with the White Sox. How's that sound? <laughs> um, I take it an okay series. And I take the three and one. So we take three games, and then you no, take no, one. No, 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 no. We're taking three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, why? <laughs> because I mean, <laughs> okay, let's 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 make this deal. We take three this time, and you guys take uh, two next time. No, that's that's also not a good deal. I can't agree to that. People, I, no way. Well, you know what? Okay, let's do this. Let the best thing win. There we go. There we go. I, I think I think that's the truce. That's the deal. That's the okay. deal. May the best team win and the White Sox take three or four. Hey, Albert Pujols. <laughs> I'm joking. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome, buddy. Anytime. Well, that was awesome. That was awesome. Albert Pujols, 662 home run, future Hall of Famer, Albert Pujols. Some great insight there on La Russa, Abreu, and the White Sox. And he's a free agent after this season. So this might be it for Albert. And this is going to be his 21st season in the big leagues. He was a rookie in 2001. That year, by the way, the Cardinals starting first baseman on opening day was not Albert Pujols. It was Mark McGuire. Where was Pujols playing on opening day? Give you a couple seconds to think it over. Left field. He played 39 games at left that year, 37 in right, 54 at third base, 39 at first. In 2002, Pujols played mainly in left field, 110 games. 2003, same, 113 games in left field. He was a left fielder. He didn't become a full-time first baseman until 2004. So lots of talk about Andrew Vaughn. Can he play left field? He's a first baseman. Well, he hasn't had a lot of the playing time out there in left field, but let's just say this. If Albert Pujols can play left field, I'm pretty sure Andrew Vaughn can figure it out. Hey, we're going to have a big, big show coming your way because, yes, White Sox, Angels, Coming your way. Season about to begin. Thanks to the MLB schedule maker by putting La Russa and Pujols on the same field on opening night. We're going to have it for you on NBC Sports Chicago. Ozzie Guillen and Frank Thomas are going to join me on the season premiere of White Sox pregame live at 8 p.m. Special one-hour show. Cannot wait. First pitch at 9.05. It's Lucas Giolito against Dylan Bundy. And for those of you who want to watch the game, and maybe put some skin in the game. Points bet. It's got a great way for you to hopefully get off to a winning start. Right now, you can make a bet for up to $20 on the White Sox to score at least one run at even money odds. So as long as they avoid getting shut out, you can double your money and turn that $20 bet into 40 So this opening day promo is for both new and existing points bet customers. So if you haven't signed up yet, Head to pointsbet.com slash chai100 for a special sign-up offer. All right, so we've got another podcast coming out on Thursday. It is our season predictions podcast. 
one of our favorites of the year. Guff's going to join me, Vinny Duber, Chris Kampka, our season predictions for 2021. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to the Carlos Rodon podcast, a lot of revealing stuff there. As well as uh, Emily Blady. I interviewed Emily Blady, one of the few women in uh, the front office of a major league team. And she's in the front office for your Chicago White Sox. So check that out as well. And we'll have all sorts of podcasts coming your way in 2021's baseball season. I'm a little, uh, yeah, antsy. (laughs) I want this season to begin. It's so close. It's almost here. My thanks to Albert Pujols. Getting Albert Pujols on the podcast. That's, uh, That's one of my favorite guests. Even though he's obviously not a member of the Sox, what he said about Larusa, and uh, as he's about to wrap up his, at some point, I mean, if this is last year, maybe it's his second last year, who knows, but uh, he's destined for Cooperstown, so getting him on the podcast was awesome. And that's a wrap for this edition of the White Sox Talk Podcast, brought to you by Wintrust, your home for White Sox, checking with free ATMs nationwide. Go to their special White Sox webpage. It is www.wintrust.com slash Sox. A man I know who is going to be watching opening night, Hawk Harrelson, take it away. Thanks, our Chuck. And this edition of the White Sox Talk Podcast is over. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.